0: I'm an old, broken-down piece of meat. And I'm alone.
1: You stupid fucking blabbermouth, cut! Baby bitches (laughs) leave.
0: Enough!
1: You stupid fucking cut! Baby bitches leave. Enough!
0: Wow, we're back, folks! It's enough. The only podcast where you can hear a couple guys talk about movies and TV with your hosts Ryan Ackner, and myself, Scott Sweeney, known to some as the Turkey Boys. Hello. What's happening, Hoops? Wow, Um, we got a lot going on this week. Beautiful day in June out there. It's It's too hot uh, for the kid. It is a little, a little too much for me. It's uh, I know I'm like feclemented from. That mm. workout we just did, bro. Oh yeah, pumping a little bit of iron here at Ank Fit, mm. aka the studio. I got here a little early while well, you were doing your workout, and I kind of stood there and flung some weights around for six minutes. It's all right. You got a uh, you got a good
1: frame. You're a tremendous competitor. Wow, <clears throat> <clears throat> folks, we're back. The I don't even. There's a lot go. A lot of creepy news. A lot of sad news. A lot of weird news. Mm. Weird news. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, Fuck! Yeah. Everyone knows Scorch. AM radio personality. <laughs> extraordinaire. Oh god. <laughs> but I mean what a summer <laughs> He's having a laugh, folks. The we're having an incredible summer movie season. Maybe the best on record if you ask these fellas. <laughs> Are you okay?
1: (laughs) Okay, I'm good. I'm good. good. (laughs) All right. All right. I'm sorry. He's back. I I hadn't thought about Scorch. Just to give you guys a little background, he's a weird old Boston radio host that (laughs) Opie and Anthony used to make for our other radio show guys that used to make fun of him, and Anthony had a Scorch impression that sounded like that, and it's weird news, and just that. I hadn't thought about in a while, and... Okay, sorry. Continue.
0: That really unlocked quite the cackle there.
1: Hadn't had a laugh like that since... I don't know. You got me like that. You got me good last week with something that you said. I forget what it
0: was. You you blew me away. I think there's going to be a lot more of that tonight on the program. First. For not just me, for all of the fans as well. Yes. Buckle up. Good energy tonight. I can
1: feel it. It's one of those episodes. We're on to episode 73 this evening. I can feel the energy
0: in the room. He's back. It's electric. Powerful. Palpable.
1: We've yeah. got guns
0: here. Summer movie season it's all happening. All the best movies are coming out. We're seeing them all. It's just we're living the dream over here. Am I right? Nope. Not. Uh we got Tenet we in a couple away. of weeks. Yeah, that Well, the news is AMC Theatres, which is like the biggest theater, is opening their doors to serve people and screen movies on july 15th but did you see the
1: cancel amc trend on twitter last night because they said they'd open without requiring
0: masks and the internet went nuts yep and they went so nuts that today just a few hours ago they announced that they will require masks which sucks because i was looking forward to just doing a movie like a normal person Mm. it's like they're gonna distance us in the theater yeah, we need to be the canaries in the coal mine for this. We need to get into the theater immediately.
1: I'd rather go see Doolittle in theaters and contract <laughs> coronavirus than not. So let's let's hit it. A couple turkeys in the coal mine. Yeah, I can't take it anymore. Like, I need a movie in the theater so badly. Even last week with the uh, King of Staten Island, I was thinking, like, I would have liked this better in the theater. Yeah. That would have been a
0: good theater movie. We're going to be heroes for everybody. We're going to get out there first to make sure the theaters are safe. <laughs> and then, you know... Everyone else can follow suit if we don't expire while watching that Russell Crowe movie where he's like having road rage or whatever's coming out. Isn't there going to be a a Gladiator sequel? Did I hear about that, or is that not real? I think that's just one of those things they're always talking about that will hopefully just never come to light. Can you imagine Brian Grazer cooking that up? Yeah, him spiking his hair and being like, I got an idea. Here we go. But yeah, they, they finally delayed Tenet. Everyone was waiting for it, but they only delayed it two weeks. It's supposedly coming out July 31st. So Okay. I mean, we're in like the end of June. We're getting close to... I feel like this is all going to go to shit and theaters aren't even going to open. Is I have a pretty good at. feeling
1: they're already projecting so many states are having an uptick in coronavirus. Yeah. If if it was, you know, a real thing that wasn't just some sort of weird government hoax, I think
0: that could be wow. a real concern. Are you telling me I'm sitting across from Hank this week again? <laughs> Hank's back, been a store-bought <laughs> cheeseburger. Yeah, man.
1: It's a, it's a fucking hoax. But let's hope AMC opens. Let's hope they all open. Let's yes. hope that, you know, whatever. Did you hear that Honey Boo Boo's mother from the <laughs> TV show uh, that I forget the name of with the little fat girl? That's Honey Boo Boo. Uh, her mother admitted to using twenty five hundred dollars worth of methamphetamine in one day, wow. like as an average usage.
0: I think that's Mama June. Yes, Mama June. I think she's had her own spinoff show, and maybe even some of the other sidecars. Twenty five hundred dollars of meth. I buy it. Is meth expensive? That I don't know. Mm. Fans email in enough the podcast at Gmail. Yeah, we need a meth guy to email in, perhaps a call-in.
1: My friend uh, from rehab was a meth guy, but he's dead. Oh. So we can't ask him, unfortunately. May he rest in peace. Uh, the last time we spoke, he asked me to borrow $40 for a tank of gas and never heard from him again. Mm. I didn't give him the 40 because I knew what was going to happen. That sounds like classic rehab. That's a You get used exchange. to it. That's why I'm being so callous about it, because it's not even shocking. Yeah. You hear it, and you're like, oh, that's a bummer. A 40
0: here, a 40 there. What are you going to do, right? Yeah. Did you see the Ron Perlman, Ted Cruz Twitter beef? Oh,
1: I wrote that down. <laughs> Hollywood actor Ron Perlman from Hellboy challenged uh, the Republican Senator Ted Cruz. I think Ted Cruz is actually the one who... Challonged. Oh, Ted Cruz challenge. I think so. Well, this is like Ted Cruz played Jimmy Kimmel in basketball because Jimmy Kimmel called him an amorphous blob. Fair. So Very which is fair. So Ted said, I'll, I'll play you in one on one. And Ted beat him. And they raised $80,000 for charity. Ted won 11 to nine. So I'm hoping Ted kicks the shit out of Ron Perlman. What do yeah. you think about that?
0: Oh, wow. You want you got Ted in this? Video? I do. Wow. I'm on team Ron Perlman, even though I wasn't the biggest Sons of Anarchy guy. And what else is he in? I like him in Hellboy, I guess. He's got some stuff. He's awful in Drive. He's the only <sighs> weak link in like a perfect movie. He does kind of like stand out in that. Could have been anyone else. But yeah, I guess Celebrity Death matches back and it's no longer a claymation MTV show. It's it's real life. Um, I I, th- I would like to
1: bet on Ted Cruz. He's a big wow. dude. He can throw his weight around. I feel like he was probably somehow into athletics as a kid. I don't think it's an accident <laughs> that he would suggest he, wrestling.
0: He doesn't look like he was into athletics. much. I'm at gonna. I got my money on Teddy Boy. Wow, I didn't see this coming. Hmm. I wonder. If, you, mama, fucking I wonder if this fight will even happen. This seems like one of those things that it's just they're like having a laugh on. Twitter. They both need the publicity, so maybe. Yeah. Uh, Raven
1: Simone from the Cosby show got married to a woman this week. Wow, I felt the need to mention the, that it was a woman. Powerful, probably shouldn't have. Mm. Not very woke, but NBD, we're Raven fans here. We're Cosby show fans. We're Bill Cosby fans, big ones, right? Especially you, oh. huge
0: Bill Cosby oh. guy. Scott is, wow, no, does that not no. Go- no good? Rudy, um, do you think he like facetimed in for this for the nuptials?
1: I hope so, from jail. <laughs> Let
0: me give you away. Wait, was she Rudy? She was Rudy, She
1: was Rudy. Okay. Yes. Rudy! He and Harvey Weinstein on a a FaceTime together with Harvey's mangled penis in the
0: background. (laughs) What a fun uh, guest list. Yeah, uh, I can't wait for both of them to die. No doubt. Jokes aside. Cosby especially. Mm. I have him in in
1: the book. Yeah, I'd be happy giving you that dough, because he deserves it.
0: But speaking of Cosby, a lot of cancellations... This week. We have to talk about it, don't we? The... We should almost maybe even start like a cancellation segment for when people and TV shows get canceled. What is... There's more than one? Well, I mean... One is an old one. Chris Delia.
1: That's... Delia, isn't it? Delia? Probably. You always say Delia, but there's like a hyphen. Delia. Or an apostrophe. Yeah, we're big fans. That's the part that sucks.
0: And... Apparently chris was i have his apology here so folks when we recommended uh, his latest special uh a did, couple shows yeah, we ago did, we? we were uh doing a bit yep. That's that's what that was Yep, we didn't mean that we're
1: sending that with peace oh, and peace love that we did peace not recommend
0: that <laughs> but he's been canceled i saw danny masterson finally got canceled finally yeah they've been hunting him for the past four
1: years he yeah. just he seems to deserve it though like that's I mean, Chris probably does too, unfortunately. Chris was, just to cover it, he was accused of sending text messages and inciting sex from minors with young teenage girls. And just, I've read a lot of the transcripts of people's screenshots and like maybe they were fake, you know, guilty Mm. until proven innocent and all. But
0: Mm. allegedly Chris was a creep. and I like it. Let's throw on some allegedlys. Allegedly.
1: But uh, allegedly Danny Masterson raped three women between 2000 and 2003. And, you know, if both of them are guilty of these things, then let's hope they get punished
0: the way that they should because we are very uh, anti that yeah, here at I, the Enough Podcast. I always hated Danny Masterson even before I heard all that stuff. He's just like an annoying actor who was the worst part of that 70s show and I can't even think of anything else he ever eked his way into. You didn't enjoy him in Puff Puff Pass? Oh, one of our favorite uh, unrealistic weed-smoking movies. Where, like, broke sidecars are driving around smoking, like, huge blunts, but don't have jobs or money. Classic. Um, Let's think. And And I also saw Ansel, just cancellation-wise, Ansel Elgort's getting canceled for something. What did he do? I don't know, but the internet's a buzz. Baby Driver's now canceled. Everyone's canceled. The, uh... I don't know what's going on out
1: there. Apparently, he assaulted a 17-year-old girl in 2014.
0: Oh. Kid. What are you doing? I don't know. His career what?
1: was pretty much over, so maybe he just floated that story to get some ink. <laughs> Could be. He hasn't made a good movie ever, really. <clears throat> Baby Driver was okay at best, and that's all he's got. Other than that, it's like Billionaire Boys Club and I that think... weird, serious movie directed by like
0: Dakota Fanning. Yeah. Are you getting feedback? No, I just adjusted it okay. in a i think he's actually supposed to be the lead in the next spielberg movie that oh. west side story remake like a, rat-ta-ta, Probably throw a wrench into those gears um but yeah that's a bunch a of, like, of bad sad, news yeah. this week i mean did you hear the good news that spongebob is gay <sighs> <laughs> i guess that's good news
1: yeah what? sure i mean what he's a he's a A cartoon sponge
0: and he's been off the air for a decade kids kids need to know that a cartoon sponge can be gay and so can they it's really really powerful stuff i I get
1: the sentiment but maybe they should have established that in the beginning and been like he's gay and these are his this is his his husband and this is how
0: it goes exactly the whole thing with like posthumously announcing that characters were gay or like trans or something It's a thing that's been going on lately, and it's very weird. It's dumb. Like, the Harry Potter woman has done all sorts of. J.K. Rowling? Like, oh, Snape was trans, even though, like, there's not even a hint of that anywhere in any of the, like, nine books. It's like, you can't just rewrite history after the fact to be, like. It feels
1: very, like, just forced and Performative wokeness, exactly.
0: Perfect way of putting it. Performative posthumous wokeness. Even worse.
1: It's a PPW. Uh, Donald Trump's birthday was this week. Terrific. Um, one more year closer to death. Thank goodness. And yeah, he's like really old. Yeah, he's, 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 almost, he's almost 80 years old. Yeah. I think he's, he might be 74. Yeah. Can we put
0: him in the obits?
1: That would really hit Unfortunately, the Unfortunately, Joe Biden is even older and it shows and it's going to be a wacky November. I'll put it that way. Terrific. Maybe. Potentially fantastic. Although, weren't you going to slide in as a third party candidate? <laughs> Surprise, motherfucker.
0: <laughs> Surprise, it's Scotty Boy on the campaign trail. You and Gary Johnson as your VP? Ooh. I don't know know that name. He ran as a
1: libertarian in 2016 and, you know, kind of made a fool of himself.
0: Okay, he's out. I'm going to grab Bernie or somebody cooler and more fun. Scott. Hello. Hello. We have a lot to worry about here. We're going to cover all of it. Yes. And while I think we're still in, like, the creep zone, that Weinstein story his mangled penis yeah (laughs) Yeah, bring read that in great detail we're putting his dick in the obits i saw an article one of the best headlines i've ever seen it just said harvey weinstein's mangled penis explained (laughs) 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 with explained like in all caps i was like (laughs) Like, sometimes clickbait works. I, was I like, read the whole Bink. thing, too. Yeah. And it's it's
1: horrifying. He has some fucked up skin disease that can get in through, like, cuts in your body or, like, in your genitalia. And it makes, Ugh. it essentially makes, like, dead, gross skin grow all over your penis. And, like, he had to have, like, his entire balls and sack removed. <laughs>
0: So long balls. (laughs) So he basically. He basically.
1: Hey, everybody, check out the all new carpet lane! He basically just has a
0: DI that's all fucked up with like weird dead skin all over it. And it also went on to say that in order to achieve an erection, he needed to have someone like inject something into his dick. Like every time. It's like, dude, just like. You're like Darth Vader. You need to be, like, souped up with all sorts of superpowered nonsense. Can you even make- imagine that? And he's not
1: even doing the injection himself, like, having his assistant do it. Like, hey, could you put this in my cock? Yeah. I'm going to rape this woman tonight. <clears throat> and I need your help.
0: Truly ghoulish stuff.
1: What a fat, disgusting, f- gross pig he is. And... I don't know. I'm glad that he's in prison, and I hope that he stays there forever. And I hope he either gets killed or dies there. I have no uh, no No feelings about him otherwise. He did, you know, uh, participate in some good films, but
0: he's in a producer capacity. Like we don't need him. Yeah, he just threw around dough. He doesn't pretty much. He was wasn't an idea man. He was just a creep who fucking. You sucked
1: his dick.
0: How you doing? The, did you see that Will Smith has been cast in a m- movie called Emancipation? With, Yo, kill me with this! With Antoine Fuqua set to direct, which is...
1: He's the guy who did the NWA movie? I think
0: he's the guy who directed Training Day and then a bunch oh, of right, Oh, right, right. Never mind. You're yeah. right. I'm thinking of Singleton, I think. But this movie is based on the true story of Peter, a runaway slave forced to outwit hunters in the Louisiana swamp on a journey to the Union Army. Doesn't really seem like a Will Smith role. I know. He famously was going to play Django in Django Unchained. And turned it down. And then, yeah. like, backed out. But I guess now he's uh, getting in a nice slave movie. Antoine Fuqua has made nothing of note. I don't Since, know if-
1: like, 02 when Training Day came out? Yeah. <laughs>
0: I don't even know if he's worth queuing up.
1: But Did you hear, um, what was I going to say, Jay Farrell got beaten up by the LAPD? Or wow. he got thrown to the ground while he was jogging because they thought he was another suspect, ooh, so like I, I another police violence thing, apparently it happened a while ago, but he's sort of bringing it to light now because of everything going on and the fact that you know cops have killed one hundred and twenty people or whatever in the last six
0: weeks, Oh yeah. It's very gritty and very bad.
1: It's a tough time out there. Um, However, it was the 15-year anniversary, and we won't go down. We did that rant last week. Listen to last week's episode to hear our opinions on all that stuff, because we are very much with the movement Black Lives Matter. But it was the 15-year anniversary of Batman Begins this Monday.
0: Yes, which I famously saw opening day two times in the Mm. theater. Only time I've ever done that.
1: Which is amazing, yeah. It's a long-ass movie, too. It's like two hours and what? 25 minutes
0: yeah and it was one of those i didn't like stay in the theater and watch it twice i saw it in the morning with people and then other people were seeing it later that night and i was like let's go again it was a hell of a picture were you bored that second time no you might have liked it more that sometimes happens it's a great movie the uh can't wait to see the director's next tenant at the end of next month potentially
1: Hannah Brown, friend of the show from The Bachelorette. We saved about, a man from drowning. We talk about her too much. <laughs> I can't get enough Hannah Brown news. Hannah B. I have a soft spot for her Southern twang and how stupid she is. Hey
0: y'all. Her pulling some guy out of the ocean. Oh yeah. This I think she might have this might have been like a planted thing to change oh, the no. change the tune from wasn't she saying the n word? She N-word said the N word N-word on her Instagram and they faked the drowning save. That's what I'm accusing her of, oh, allegedly. Oh, I believe that. In this that. moment, let's catch her. <laughs> <laughs> let's, Imagine that. Let's launch an investigation. What a dope. Yeah, she's just trying to like stay in the in people's minds. Maybe, I'm, maybe don't say the n word. Mm. How about that? Because okay. you're white, and you know, don't. Could you? Do you see the Bear Grills is to produce a modern day <laughs> Count of Monte Cristo movie set in Afghanistan? The like outdoor guy? Yes. Why? Exactly. I saw this just like, huh? Why is? I guess he could like Boy, make a movie where it's just him. I don't. I don't know.
1: Does I... he have knowledge of Afghanistan? Like, I, I need to understand what would be.
0: Yeah, like this how is... is he a director? It seems like an Onion headline. Like, oh, a Count of Monte Cristo (laughs) riff set in Afghanistan with Bear Grylls. Cool. That's not interesting, yeah. I never got into any of those survival reality shows. Like, Flan was talking the other day, he watches Alone, which is one where it's a different person each time trying to, like, survive in a different area. I don't know. Sounds like he'll be watching that alone.
1: (laughs) Speaking of alone, um, HBO might be canceling Run after seven episodes.
0: I can't believe they haven't already canceled it. I
1: heard that it's probably not
0: going to get renewed in the headline that I read. I read the article. <laughs> they were
1: they were not 100% sure, but I
0: don't think it's coming back. I mean, I only lasted like three episodes. And folks, you know, I'll watch almost anything. Yeah, so. Scotty giving up on a show is a terrible sign. Yeah. He's the go down with the ship kid. It's like, oh, no, what is <laughs> what's going on on this? Did you see that Pete Davidson and Colin Jost have been cast in a new universal comedy called Worst Men? They really nailed the casting and title with that one. <laughs> hasn't mean, that title been used already? A movie called Worst Men. Let's get the worst dudes ever to play the leads. I don't think that has been a title. I don't know. It is kind of just like generic. Right. And just like, I feel like I've heard it already. I think they're, they're going for some sort of, like, best man, worst man, and right. it'll be a fun wedding caper, ba-ba-ba. Oh, hey, man. Oh, someone's getting married. It's like, cool. Can or, you do a Jost
1: impression? Or. I can't.
0: Yeah, I need you I to I thought about it. I just can't. <laughs> oh, hi you guys. Uh, it's yeah. me, Colin Jost. He's just, like, a void of personality. He doesn't <clears throat> even have a voice. Voiceless. Uh,
1: the fat Jewish joined Weight Watchers, <laughs> bought an elliptical, and lost 55 pounds, so congrats. Do they
0: have him, like, in the Weight Watchers ads?
1: That would be kind of fun. I just saw one photo of him looking like a pear. <laughs>
0: like, he's like not really the type of guy who would look good thin. Does he still have that wacky hair where it's like yes. a really long ponytail one... with a bunch of, like, brumbles on it? Right. It looks upsetting. Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> Why don't you cut that off?
1: Cutserve!
0: I hate how he has a very, very small role in Uncut Gems
1: upsetting him just sitting on i remember watching them pan across the couch and there he is talking about basketball
0: he's on screen like, come on yeah, for like a second and i was still like fuck god damn it him well that just solidified
1: the fact that the Safty brothers and fat jewish are all friends and for whatever reason that irked me it's like oh you mean this guy who steals other people's jokes on twitter
0: yeah. and instagram is in your fucking movie now and the worst part about that is like then he admitted it and stuff but then like You know the damage was done. He's like, well, I'm already famous. I'll just keep like doing. I don't know if he still steals bits or. Well, he just puts the
1: watermark now. He just throws like, oh, Skip Season said this, and okay, you're you're just recycling content.
0: Yeah. The and I think he's another one of those people that has like a successful booze company. Yeah. White girl rosé. Yeah. All the wrong people like eke into fortunes. But did you see Michael Keaton has been cast in Hulu's new limited series, Dope Sick, about the opioid crisis? Sounds pretty dope sick, if you ask me. That's actually interesting. Yes,
1: I would watch that. I like Keaton, and that's an interesting topic for him to tackle. And it's it's an epidemic, really. It's Mm. something that hits home for me. I mean, I can make jokes about my rehab buddies dying and everything, but Mm. it's not something that's funny. It's actually horrible. And so if they can bring some awareness to it, I'm all for it. Yeah,
0: They had me and Michael Keaton, which I should amend my guys. I can't believe Keaton wasn't one of my guys. Mm. Maybe, like, kick TLJ out and put Keaton in. Keaton's way better than TLJ, yeah.
1: Especially filmography-wise. Like, he's got Batman and Multiplicity and Mr.
0: Mom or... We probably forgot a bunch. You know, you loved Birdman. (sighs) I didn't, actually. That was... Kind of a bummer how much I I was so fired up for that to be like a classic. I was like, Keaton, he's back. He's starring in this fucking piece of work. (laughs) I watched one of those variety, like actors on actors shows
1: with Timothy Chalamet and Emma Stone interviewing each other. And she's Mm -hmm. notably in Birdman. And Timothy was going on and on about how he's watched Birdman. You saw Birdman in the theaters four times. He was telling her how great it was. And I was just like, there's just something different about actors that we just, we just don't get Like, Maybe he made that up and she has no way of checking, but it seemed like he was being genuine. And it's like, what mm. did, What did he see that we didn't? Yeah. I hated that movie.
0: That. Yeah. That's one of those movies. They film it in a way where like every scene blends into the next one. The whole movie, <clears throat> they try to make it look like it's one shot, which is a cool idea. But when you're watching it, it makes it boring. It's like, Oh, this movie and this shot will never end. Like Jesus Christ. Mm. Should have thrown some wipes. In. I don't know. Yeah, some Star Wars wipes. And speaking of Keaton, who portrayed Batman back in the day, they have confirmed there will be a new iteration of The Joker in the new The Batman series starring Robert Pattinson, which is set to resume filming at some point this summer. Who's it going to be? I mean, that's the question. (laughs) i mean can can we get enough of the
1: fucking joker we've done this and we've done this again
0: i think we put him in the obits like three times we did it's he's
1: in again i have i have an obit this week but the joker
0: can go
1: ahead of him because
0: you're killing me man if they found anything left to explore in a clown who wears makeup and laughs at crime i'd be amazed but I don't think it's in the cards. What about how twisted he is? Uh They could there, cover that a little more. There is that. They could delve in on that and maybe do a deep dive. Mm. Oof. But yeah, people are saying it should be Willem Dafoe for like a nice lighthouse reunion. Him and Robert Pattinson. Huey Lewis in the news. I could see him playing the Joker, but he's too old for it at this point. I don't yes. think that would work. He could be like the Joker's dad. Yeah. He is total Joker face. Yes. He's just very
1: ugly. <laughs> <laughs> He's bad. Um, what else? Oh, the Oscars got postponed yeah, this... two months. Mm. No big um,
0: deal. It's whatever.
1: Kind of just more icing on the cake of how shitty 2020 is. Like, mm. I love the Oscars. I look forward to the Oscars. I like everything to be a certain way. It's just fucking yuck this year. <laughs> it's going to be what like Pete Davidson against John David Washington and um. I don't know. uh,
0: Delroy Lindau and that's it. And Kevin James for Becky. (laughs) It's going to be a stunning series of nominees. Yeah, it's fucked up. I don't think I have any more news. You got any more? Uh, Beyond, I have one more thing.
1: Arnold Schwarzenegger showed up to the Venice Beach Gold's gym and refused to work out because no one was wearing a mask. He was pissed. Arnold said he would not be back until
0: everyone had a mask on. Wow. That's The kind of thing that could get me to change my mind, like I'm indifferent. Then I hear Arnold say, like, like I won't do it until and like sneak in a, a movie line 100%. And I'm completely swayed. Well, he made
1: custom masks and then like shirts. He has like he, this whole like second career with t shirts now. Mm. Like, I bought one of them, I think I've, I made it into a tank top and then it got too stretched out, so I can't wear it anymore. But there's a new one out that's like it rate terminate hate. And it's God. like him as the Terminator, like, yeah. you know, an anti-racism thing. And it's just... I saw this kid wearing it. I was like, that's the coolest shirt I've ever seen. And he was like, thank you. Because yeah. no one compliments each other anymore. He was all surprised.
0: Uh-huh. You're talking to me? Um, yeah, I saw him. And yeah, he's face masks that say, oh, like, yeah, we'll be back. I saw that. I was, like, tearing up. Like, God damn it, he's right. All of us. <laughs> we'll all be back.
1: You know what I'm thinking?
0: Wow. What are you thinking?
1: Why don't you... <laughs>
0: Hit me with your best shots. I'd love to... Folks, I saw a doozy of a shot this past week. Artemis Fowl, The new uh, big-budget blockbuster, directed by Kenneth Branagh? Which was unceremoniously dumped on Disney Plus the other day. This is a movie that was going to go to theaters before everything shit the bed. And it's based on a popular book series, like kids' books. You've probably seen the covers out there. This I watched like half of this. This is easily the Turkey of the Year. I'm calling it now. Like Turkey of the Year is Artemis Fowls to Lose. It's that bad. For the huh? rest of 2020. Yes. Wow. This movie has Judy Dench doing like Judy Judy. They give her like Judy. a gravelly, like Jeff Bridges and True Grit voice. And she's playing, like, a commander who's wearing, like, a green space suit. Josh Gad is playing, like, a homeless sci-fi sidecar. Is it animated? No, but it might as well be. Like, Ugh. it's one of those movies that just...
1: <laughs>
0: Swinging an Artemis.
1: <laughs>
0: Artemis Fire. I, wait, Artemis Clyde more? Frog. Yeah. <laughs> Artemis Foulball. Ball. I had one more. <laughs> but yeah, like before the credits were even over, I felt like I'd been watching it for like 40 minutes. It's just- Should one of those, I try it? I mean, for a laugh, maybe. Like if you watched it with people, you could- right. But it's just, it's one of those movies where nothing works. It's mm. almost impressive when like you're seeing a big budget movie and you're like, wow, none of these actors are really dialed in. These effects are kind of trash. This story's nonsense. Everyone's just running around, like, saying his name over and over again, like, Artemis fell, like, oh, Jesus, enough. Sounds awful. And I got an obit from this, when someone is about to get crushed by something, and then, like, some sidecar comes in and pushes them out of the way, and then gets hit by the thing themselves. You've seen it in countless movies. I have, movies. It's like, usually it's a car. Yeah, or something like that, where it's it's just frustrating. It's like, do, like, a grab-them-and-dive move. It always looks so cheesy when it's like, I'm going to push you out and I'll take this. Like, It's, it's true. Like, they could probably save them and themselves. Yeah. That's, I hadn't really thought about it that way. I've just always thought it was dumb. And especially in this movie, the way they did it, it's like, what, did you want to die? Would like, you do that for me? Wow. Kid's put me on the spot. If so it was like a, a truck coming. I'd do the die. I'd do a cool slow-mo I grab you and save the whole team. The turkey boys What if there was
1: a chance you wouldn't make it? Would you still do it? That's the real Sophie's choice.
0: Wow. Scotty's choice. Mm. This is tough. I'm going to need to think on this. Okay. Maybe after the break, we'll decide. Okay.
1: Anything else? Lights (laughs) shut week,
0: if that's it. But yes, Art is foul. Don't watch it. I also shut off The Show Must Go On. The new Netflix original... Which is the story of Queen and Adam Lambert. You can act like a man Which they like to together and they're like Queen's still alive, even though it's just like He does have the same voice as Freddie Mercury, that's pretty cool. He sounds he doesn't sound bad, but something no. about it is just like lame. I enjoy the first ten minutes of this when they're talking about Freddie Mercury and like Do you think it would sound a little better if he had AIDS as well? <laughs> yeah, I think that that's the missing ingredient. I but yeah, then like they get into the current day stuff with Adam Lambert and I was just like, yuck, why am I even watching this? And then Rami Malik showed up in a talking head interview and I gave it the old shed mm. right there. You're not a fan of mischief, I guess. <laughs> I'm like, well, just Freddie was just like, so it's like, okay. <laughs> I'm a fan of mischief. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. Yeah, that, that was
1: not good. I don't need, I don't need Rami. No. I need Rami Youssef.
0: I know. He's in. What did you shut? This uh, I have a week. bunch. Mm.
1: Not as many as last, but I shut off Lizzie, which is a movie about Lizzie Borden, who's a famous murderer from or serial killer from Massachusetts, starring Chloe Sevigny oh. and Kristen Stewart. Oh. Uh, it was very boring and <laughs> very poorly done. Mm. I shut off Haunt, which is a Shutter original, which Shouldn't have even gotten a start. Folks, shudder to think. Ugh. And then a movie called Coffin Rock, which I guess is about a one-night stand that went poorly. Coffin Rock. I,
0: yeah, it was just not good. That could be like a fun graveyard musical, though.
1: Where it's a bunch of dead people dancing and singing? Yeah, sure.
0: I'd watch that movie. That'd be more
1: watchable than whatever this piece of shit was. I don't think I gave that one much time. That was the quickest one proxy a movie about a pregnant woman uh i think that was on hulu it was just stupid proxy i shut off the dublin murders which is on stars lucy and i watched almost an entire episode i was like 50 minutes in i looked over to her i was like can we shut this off she was like i haven't paid attention in 20 minutes i was like okay cool
0: that's that's always the best when like you're worried the other person's into it and you're like do you mind if we it's like oh i'm not even close to in on this like at all um
1: There's a new British show on HBO called I May Destroy You.
0: Ooh, I also shot
1: that. It was terrible, yeah. I didn't even know what it was about. I only made it about five minutes in. That doesn't even really count as a shot, but... yeah. I shut off a gangster movie called El Chicano about like, um, Hispanic gangs in, in California. That's okay. Off Showtime. I shut that off. And then speaking of California, I shut off a movie called California from 1993 with Brad Pitt and David Duchovny, like as criminals going over to like commit some murder or something. And, Mm. I figured with those i love both of them they're both great actors and i was kind of like when they were both starting to gain some heat so i thought maybe it was like i was like is this like a blind spot yeah but it was just bad and that's why i've never seen it because it was
0: bad that was one of those movies i remember when i was too young to see rated r movies that was one of the movies i'd always like to see at blockbuster or whatever (laughs) and like it had a cool cover and i was like "Fucking california with a k this movie looks sick
1: that was like your coveted flick that you wanted to take home and wouldn't weren't allowed to.
0: Yes, I don't even think I ever actually saw it though.
1: And then I have an Obit as well. Oh, uh, lovely! When we talked about this, when two guys who host talk shows or girls, whatever, are interviewing one another, like the other day, I listened to Seth Meyers on Howard Stern, mm. and it's almost like they're both waiting to ask someone the ask the other guy a question.
0: Yeah, and there's nobody really being interviewed. You're totally right. They're doing like the same thing. They like cancel each other out because Howard will ask a long winded question and then he would give a long winded question disguised as an answer.
1: Right. It circles back to basically just the same thing in reverse and it's just not interesting or fun. And I just, the whole interview was boring. It was basically both of them just talking about. Ooh. Like how uneventful their lives are in quarantine and complaining about their setups. It's like you realize you're still getting paid your full salary to work from home <laughs> and have everybody doing everything for you. And you sound extremely out of touch. And there's like 20 million people that are unemployed. Mm. And then there's a good amount of people that are getting killed in these protests. And like you're like, oh, this is really hard. I'm down in the basement and like the AC is noisy. Hoo hoo, Robin.
0: Yeah. Yeah. His. I skip most of his shows these days. I listen when he has someone fun on. But, yeah, him just, like, going off about Corona. I can't take it
1: anymore. Talking about how he was literally yelling at Seth for having his friends over and being outside wearing masks. He's like, oh, you had people over? Like, I can't believe you'd do that. I mean, we're in quarantine. It's a pandemic. It's like, you mean you were outdoors with a mask on? Like, at some point, you're going to have to have a life again. Yeah.
0: You fucking maniac. Come on. Could you? And we have one real Obit this week. I thought I mentioned actor Ian Holm passed away, who was uh, most notable for playing Zach Braff's dad in Garden State, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was an alien. He played Bilbo in Lord of the Rings. He was a worker. He was good. He died at 88. Ooh, I, I read. Pretty good so, run.
1: Good run. I do not think it was coronavirus that took him out because that is a complete false flag operation. Wow. And, Hank.
0: Yep. Hank, calm down. And I also saw that James Gandolfini passed away seven years ago today. Sad. I got a little sad reading that myself. I did too. The he's one of the grades. He really I is. I mean fans know we still talk about him all the time. Still watching the Sopranos. I like to watch his shumpo. <laughs> what the fuck? Fucking Carmella. But yeah, just you know, some respect for one of the grades. He yeah, he, he's one of my Favorites of all time. So I used to listening to that uh, Sopranos podcast every
1: episode, and I started listening to Steve Shrippa and Michael Imperioli on Joe Rogan
0: last week. Oh, they did that? Yes, I would to- I'll totally listen to that. I didn't see them in the list. Yeah, it's it's good. Oh, maybe at this moment we take a break, figure what we're going to watch. We have no idea what the featured review is going to be. We like be. to call
1: this the uh, a la carte it episode. <laughs> Where you, you never know what you might get, so we'll be right back.
0: Folks, we really need new movies to start getting released again. Uh, why is that, Scott? Oh, because we just watched Gigli, the Ben Affleck-Jennifer Lopez vehicle. You know, like, really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're doing some lines from the movie. Uh,
1: yeah, we, yeah, in 2003 it came out from the guy who directed uh, Scent of a Woman, who was, I guess was supposed to be a good director. And then in 2003
0: he produced and directed Gigli, and then nothing ever again. Which makes sense. This is the kind of turkey where it's like, wow, I maybe I shouldn't be doing this. Like, maybe everything's been wrong. You had a rude awakening. But yeah, this is, I'm sure people have heard of it. It's the movie Gigli. It has a legendary reputation as one of the worst movies ever made. And I went into it kind of hoping to like it. Me like, too. Yeah, maybe everybody's wrong. How bad could it be, folks? We we're,
1: were big I, Affleck guys.
0: I thought there was a chance. This was... Oof. I, I'm struggling to think of... Do you have of, a
1: summary, or do you want to sum it up quick?
0: I don't even know if I could sum it up, <laughs> and we just watched the entirety of it just now.
1: Let's take a stand.
0: He, like, plays a hitman who gets hired to kidnap someone who's related to some mob thing. Then they hire JLo because the guy... You oh, stupid fucking blabbermouth isn't getting the job done, and then they just parade in some more sidecars. Like Christopher Walken shows up for a scene. And they give me to watch. Freaking Pacino shows up to oh. yell really loudly. It was. Oof. Take a stand together. It's such like a an early two thousands relic. Like it's trash. It has a peppy score that doesn't laugh or it doesn't match the movie at all.
1: Affleck at like peak handsome though. I mean, About. That, like, pocket of 97 to 2005. That's and J-Lo was looking quite mm. strong herself. Yeah, that's probably both of their peak. They're, like, late mid-late 30s, just oh. firing on all cylinders. Oh, Jenny.
0: <laughs> oh, my baby. Let's
1: spend the whole day together.
0: <laughs> that, like, got me through watching this, imagining the Ben Affleck, Jennifer Lopez, South Park episode that this turkey inspired. of a mosaic a collage of a bunch of different experiences there isn't one that completely embodies it but yeah this movie like depends on them having chemistry and they don't
1: no at all it's probably a good idea for them to get married (laughs) (laughs) you know considering they have almost zero chemistry
0: that seems like such a lifetime ago them dating they both
1: didn't uh he marry her first and then Jennifer Garner, and then... Uh, I don't think
0: him and JLo lo ever got married, but maybe, I might be
1: wrong. She Maybe she married P. Diddy. That was a thing, too. Yeah. I think she left Ben Affleck in, like, 04 for P. Diddy. Wow.
0: I believe is how that shook out. Big downgrade, if you ask the turkey boys. Agreed. But, yeah, this movie... And J-Lo plays a lesbian in this movie, and they do, like, a a huge big reveal to it because Ben Affleck's like putting the moves on her and then she's suddenly like I'm a lesbian and it's supposed to be this huge moment but it's just like who cares? Like, <laughs> This movie's basically like chasing Amy too but not funny or interesting in any way. It's just Ben Affleck being like befuddled by a woman not being attracted to men. It's just him like so what's going on here? Like explain this to me. We watched it on
1: Stars. Luckily, we didn't have to buy it. And Stars is really just such a wealth of turkeys. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's stocked with just trash.
0: We need something. We put on, like, a goofy movie for five minutes before settling on daily. It's a We're... tough,
1: tough time out here. It's starting to get embarrassing. Yes. People keep asking, like, what, what should I watch? Like, you're a movie guy. I'm like, purk, purk. So, uh, I'm like, have you seen The Sopranos? Yeah. Like, well, of course I watch The Sopranos. I'm like, nothing then. Yeah. That's it.
0: But yeah, this movie, it was a never-ending series of uninspired monologues. Like, no one ever just talks in this movie. Like, they all have to gear up and give, like, a whole big speech about just nothing. Like, this isn't how people talk, he says as he monologues. But uh, some of the worst jokes I've ever heard are in this movie. Just dud city. Every scene goes on ten uh, ten minutes longer than it should. Yeah, a lot of
1: long shots, just ugh. Yeah. Everything about it is just bad. It's not funny. It's not interesting. It's just, it doesn't matter. It, don't watch it. Don't even think you're going to get a kick out of it. It's not something that you can watch ironically and laugh at. It just doesn't
0: have anything. I had no fun on any level. No. Movie sucked the life out of me. Enough! Although J-Lo did say, it's turkey time. And then when Gobble Gobble at one point, we should get that for a drop. For the fans. No, thank you. What?
1: It would have been okay as like an Instagram, like story, but
0: yes. I hate a- it. I hate it a lot. <clears throat> Folks, we also watched the new Spike Lee joint on Netflix, The yep. Five Bloods. I actually liked this. This review is brought to you by the Two Duds. <clears throat> He's in. And, and I like this too.
1: My review will be brought to you by my white guilt. And I'm going to talk about how great it was and how funny and talented Spike Lee is. And yeah. how I have nothing bad to say about this movie.
0: Quick summary Four Vietnam veterans returned to Vietnam in the current day to reclaim the remains of their fallen comrade and to res- retrieve the treasure of gold that they buried there way back when.
1: Dumb premise. What do you think?
0: It's a little silly, but mm. I was into it. Um... It's got... This cast, it's like a bunch of seasoned character actors, including Delroy Lindo, who's really having a moment right now. Mr. Lovejoy. Yeah. He's one of those guys, you'd see him be like, oh, that guy. I love that guy. He's uh Yeah, we actually know his name, yeah. but most probably don't. I actually consider Delroy Lindo the rich man's Samuel L. Jackson. What do you think? He's better than Samuel L., definitely. Exactly. And, like, can do all the same stuff, but, like, actually has chops And more than one speed. Agreed, yeah. I think he's way better than Samuel. Yeah. But this movie, it's, you know, it's kind of like the movie Grown Ups. Like, it's a group of friends getting (laughs) together back in the day. And, uh, you know, it's... uh, I'm trying to think of another meets. It's like Grown Ups meets Triple Frontier meets uh, Spike Lee movie, kind of. Something like that.
1: I said, this, what did I write down? I wrote down, this is, this movie is somehow making me feel better about 2020 already in that it's the 1968 or whenever this was supposed to be seems worse than right now mm-hmm. in terms of just how fucked up it is in this country with the police brutality and COVID 19 and everything. Like, wow. The civil rights stuff and Martin Luther King getting killed back then seems like it might have been more tumultuous. Plus, the element of the Vietnam War, all mm-hmm. like that seemed like it was harder to get through. And like, I've heard my dad say, you know, 1968, I've lived this already. And like, I guess this movie helped me realize the magnitude of how fucked up it was back then as well. Mm -hmm. And they didn't really get anything done because it's still just as fucked up today. So people seem to think that we're getting stuff done today. I hope so. I hope we're moving in the right direction. Mm. But this movie had like a lot of weird subplots and agendas to it. Like Delroy Lindau was a Trump supporter like the perspective from the people who live in Vietnam who like were alive at the time of the war or their parents were and their parents are now dead
0: yeah I actually really liked the I liked that they shoot the flashback vietnam footage in like this weird like purposefully old looking right where they changed
1: the aspect ratio yeah i thought that was cool
0: and it reminded me it was like a very tarantino-y looking thing they did and the old actors played their younger selves
1: not de-aged yeah no they didn't even try to make them look younger which i thought was a little silly like shave the beards and shoot the uh, the flashbacks first yeah or whatever after shoot everything and then shoot the flashbacks at the end, when you can like give them hair dye and yeah. maybe they get in better shape, whatever.
0: At first, I was confused because they don't explain what they're doing. I was just like, "Wait, is this supposed to be like they haven't aged at all?" And then I was like, "Oh, they're doing like an they're RC doing thing. a thing." Yeah, I was into it.
1: Uh, what else? Paul Walter Hauser was great.
0: You love to. He's see He's good him. in everything.
1: He's, if dealer. you don't remember who he is, he's the guy who played. Uh, I'm forgetting the Olympics. Richard Jewell. Richard Jewell, the Clint Eastwood. Mm. olympic city bombing guy um i don't like Jean Reno.
0: i let i hadn't seen him in a movie in forever i was like oh look the professional he still exists i like him
1: in the professional and that's it he's, yeah, he's, not he's the poor man's peter stromer and everything else Ooh, interesting and i don't know
0: i'd like to say i think a lot of spike lee movies are a little too heavy-handed s- yes and like not fun to watch this one was fun i got a
1: kick out of this one yeah there was some you know just sassiness and like them you know being buddy i thought i felt that the guys were pretty believable as pals exactly i liked that i like a good like duo or a good you know a gang kind of like wild hogs ensemble type movie
0: you get it right at the beginning like them in the lobby like all meeting each other it's like oh look at this crew i get this crew
1: I liked the statistic that I didn't like this, but it was interesting when he said that black people were 11% of the U S population in 1969, but 32% of the troops in Vietnam were black. Mm. And like you're basically the Vietnamese guy was giving him that statistic and saying like, you guys fought a pretty useless fucking war and like for the wrong people. And, you know, I think a lot of people had that take.
0: Definitely. And, I did enjoy it, but it's a little bit too long. Too long. It's all Spike Lee's movies, too long. It's two hours and 40 minutes. Four zero minutes. It's like, come on. Spike, baby.
1: Yeah, I woke up. <laughs> I woke up at like 5.30 the other day, and I had clients at eight or nine, and I, I threw it on, and I, I watched all of it like while having my coffee and making the bed, and I was,
0: this is a really long fucking movie so long it's a spike lee blunt i already Uh, made that joke i'm doing it again (laughs) we also discussed how spike
1: is not so good at picking the music for his soundtracks the score is fine i looked in on the imdb there's 146 people in his music department that worked on the score in terms of just an entire orchestra and that's a lot of people right which i thought it was i thought it was fine but i hated the soundtrack he has a way of like putting certain songs like he had like Marvin Gaye. I'm hiccuping here. He had Marvin Gaye, What's Going On? Which is a great song. Mm. Very in vogue in 1969. Whatever. At least I think it was. Now I got to look it up. But it just didn't fit. It didn't make sense. It felt off.
0: I feel like, especially Vietnam War movies, they'll use the same songs. And when a scene starts, it's just like, oh, this one, I can't think of the one, but they used at least two of the ones that are in like everything in this one and it just makes everything feel like samey and I must say without giving anything away there's an awesome scene in a minefield where this fucking song yeah this one this is like
1: like here we go we got the helicopter yeah we're gonna have one guy with the gun out the window, and yeah. da- da- da-
0: it's like, what am I watching here? Platoon, Full Metal Jacket, Forrest Gump. This movie. Like, How about all- when
1: the white guy got blown away and no one cared?
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> <That> was- <laughs> the white guy shooting the gun with like this song blasted in the background, like, all right, I'm gonna go shoot down. And and the guy just gets shot in the head, dead. No one even said anything. They didn't say like, oh no, Jimmy's dead. Yeah. Everybody just sort of kept looking out the fucking helicopter getting ready to dismount. Yeah. No one cared. I don't care. I understand what Spike was going for with that, but mm. to me it felt like they'd be a little more alarmed watching a man die that was, you know, probably their pal, no?
0: Mm. No, that's fair.
1: Um, can we talk about how much I hate the Chadwick... Bozeman is he basically market corrects market Jordan or Michael B. Jordan. And it's like, they cannibalize each other for roles mm. in terms of like this Chadwick Bozeman played the guy who one of the guys in the gang in the flashback scenes. I don't want to give away too much about it, but that could have been Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan would have done that better. I don't think mm. they look alike or anything, but I think that they're of the same ilk in terms of the, the movies they get. They're even, they're both in black Panther together. To me, it just feels like there's more room. This is It's a bigger thing than this. Systemically, I think there's more room for young, talented black men in movies and they don't make enough room in movies. Like they just like, oh, well, this is Michael and then we'll give this one to Chadwick. It's like, okay, how about we just make more movies with black leads mm. instead of giving all to one or whatever.
0: Yeah, Chadwick Boseman, he's okay. He's kind of like boring. Michael B. Jordan is much more exciting. Agreed. And charismatic. Totally agree. He would have definitely been better in like anything, anything Chadwick said. Really. Chadwick
1: Boseman's very one note. He's just sort of just, he's very the deadpan delivery. I don't
0: really like him. I don't think he's that special. Yeah. Michael B. Jordan's great. Even in, they're both in Black Panther, and Chadwick Boseman plays the lead character, Black Panther, but Michael B. Jordan, like, steals the whole movie from him. Oh, yeah. And is, like, the cool, exciting villain that you're, like, rooting for because the main guy's a snooze. Right. And, I mean, Michael B. Jordan has shown the range. He's done,
1: you know, Fruitvale Station, um, that awkward moment um like i i think it's great i don't care what anybody says they should make a fucking sequel i love those three together wow um most recently he did that just mercy movie like he just he's he clearly has a lot of range chadwick boseman doesn't Hmm. i don't really understand why i don't know i i honestly think michael b jordan is as good and could be like the next mahersala ali he's a little younger
0: Hmm. but he has
1: those kind of chops
0: he seems to be on the way he's getting a lot of work and a lot of recognition
1: um, Delroy Lindo just dialed up to 100 the entire movie, just clawing his way for that Oscar nomination.
0: He's, he probably deserves it. He was uh, really good. Sure. He definitely, like, separated himself from the pack. There's something I hate, though,
1: about when you can tell that somebody's just going for it, and that they're like, I'm going to get an Oscar for this movie. It almost yeah. makes me want to say, like, don't give it to him."
0: Mm. Yeah, like, when they're like obviously going for it where it's like okay because the
1: academy always gives it to the people that are obviously going for it whereas when you take like a sandler and uncut gems not to keep bringing that up again when they're just like an un not i wouldn't call it understated but they're just like an awesome you know not mugging for an oscar type of performance Mm. and then it'll just get on no one even get nominated whereas like delroy is definitely going to get a nomination because he's screaming and yelling and I don't know. He's a black Trump supporter, and it's po- super polarizing and just all over the place. And mm-hmm. But good movie. Would recommend it. I'm going to give it one out of two bags of popcorn, which Ooh. is a good score tonight.
0: <sighs> one out of two. Yeah, I also enjoyed it. But I would like to see something different from Spike Lee. Everything's always about race. I'd love to see a flat-out comedy or like a horror movie from or Spike like Lee. Inside
1: Man type of movie where it's just like a fun action movie. And I guess that had some race in it, it too, with the yeah. Nazi stuff and with Denzel. And yeah, there is no movie that he's done without race. And I get the angle; it's an important angle. Yeah. But just show us a
0: little something else. Yeah, and I know that's his style, and like I get he's it. super serious. But I, you know, I think he could. Handle something else. Agreed. I'll fuck anything that moves. And... What else did you watch? I'll sneak in real quick. I watched a new Amazon movie called 7500, which I surprisingly really enjoyed. This is a a movie about a plane that gets taken over by terrorists. It stars Joseph Gordon-Levitt, who I hadn't seen in a movie in years. I, I thought he was just doing music now. Yeah, this popped up. I was like, oh yeah, I forgot that he was even an actor. He had a run like five years ago where he was in everything that came out and then he just like, I don't know, has been cool in it. But I enjoyed this a lot. It has a very believable setup, very like well-directed with good tension and stuff. And it has... It's one of those movies where... The main character keeps doing like the smart thing. You're watching and going like, "Ooh, like wow, this that's what I would do in that situation." And you're just hmm. All uh, right,
1: what's it called? 7500. It's on Amazon Prime.
0: Yes. Okay. I I went in expecting nothing and it was like as good as an airplane heist thriller could be <laughs> for my money. I enjoyed it a lot.
1: All right, I'll check it out.
0: What'd you watch? Uh, a
1: movie called Castle in the Ground oh. with Alex Wolff and nev campbell and imogen poots and keir gilcrest
0: all our favorites
1: weird indie (laughs) darlings cast it's basically a a, the description is after the untimely death of his mother a teenager befriends his charismatic but troubled next-door neighbor and becomes embroiled in a world of addiction and violence and basically they're all opiate addicts and imogen is like a Big junkie, Alex Wolf is sort of like teetering on the edge.
0: He's good. He's the kid from Hereditary. He's got chops. Yes.
1: He is not to be confused with the other one that is his brother who has slightly less chops. Yes. That's they look, accurate. They're twins, and it's super weird when you recognize one, and it's like, oh,
0: nope, it's the other one. <laughs> it must be so weird for the less popular one, like seeing his no, twin brother in all these big movies. I'm Denny Wolf, or whatever his real name is. It's like, oh, that's almost me up on the big screen. Yeah, but, from the guy who probably won't get in. But not quite. Uh,
1: yeah, it was pretty good. Uh, it's I bought it, so I'm glad I did that, because I'll never watch it again, ever. It was one of those $6.99 to rent or $7.99 to buy, They've got you pegged. With I was that. like, they know you're going to buy. Every fuck, time. Am gonna, fuck am I going? Fuck am I going to do like save a buck and then have no option of ever watching it again and nothing in my collection, or am I going to spend that buck and have it to look at and laugh at the next time I scroll by it?
0: They thought this all through. They when did
1: coming up with this price point, and it's clearly working. My guess is almost nobody rented it, and everybody is taking a stand. Hmm. Take a stand. Um, uh-huh. it was good. I've never watched it again. I wouldn't recommend it to anybody, but it was good. Okay. It's I would cut. say when it comes to Netflix or Hulu in the next few months, and I'm kicking myself for dropping that 7.99. Mm. I would have tuned in, but you should now for free when it's free. In. Uh, other than that, it was weird. Keir Gilchrist plays like a drug dealing tough guy, which makes no sense considering his <laughs> typical role as like the smart, mean, like awkward nebbish nerd or, you know, autistic kid. It doesn't make sense for him to have that type of a persona, but mm. whatever. Um, did you watch any good TV? I did. The. Mm. Um, you know what happens
0: when you watch TV. I was just waiting for the song. Speaking of TV, what happened to your King of the Hill rewatch? I abandoned it. Do I need to get back in? I'd like to see you back on board with that. That
1: was about a year ago. Oh, oh. And I had much less going on in my life,
0: I think. Um <laughs> It was a simpler time when it you was. could sink your teeth into King of the Hill reruns. Was, you know, there was no yeah Yeah. there's there's no grittiness in the world the world
1: was a much happier place june 2019 it really was it's a fucking bummer right now i'm for whatever reason i just i don't know if you can sense in my mood right now but i Mm. it's it's hit me for whatever reason 2020 is just hitting me like a wave and i don't know what happened this in this moment right now on the air for everybody to hear i'm going through it a little bit wow that's reveal. i'm having a reveal I'm, I, f- I get these moments every few days or every, sometimes more than once a day <laughs> mm. where it hits me and I'm just like, wow, I'm behind in my business and wow, there's a lot of people getting hurt wow. and there's 20 million people unemployed and oh, yeah. everything is set back. Like I'm, I'm 18 months out from where I want to be professionally because of all of this. Mm. And I'm not saying like, oh no, my life is hard because my life's easy as fuck. And I think that I carry some guilt with that. But the whole thing, the overarching theme of this year is that there's no one that we know that is better off than they were a year ago. No one. Except for if, if you, like, I met Lucy at, la- at the end of last year, so that's nice. But I met Lucy in 2019, not 2020. So 2020 has been a terrible fucking year, man. Mm. And we're talking about Lee. Yeah. instead of a, an awesome summer action movie that we were probably looking forward to yeah.
0: I don't
1: know I, that's end of rant I'm just I'm getting real on the air for the folks I figure people could appreciate some reality
0: well I got something that's really gonna brighten the mood in here us talking about the finale of the Ruffalo show which is you do that
1: Scotty
0: <laughs> probably the biggest sob story that's ever existed this on is, her- is the
1: saddest show ever made I don't know I fell off the ladder <clears> hmm <throat> what are you doing? My hair is puffy. Um, My ruffalo was more on a couple of weeks ago. It was was off. It was was (laughs) really off.
0: That just sounded like you talking. (laughs) Yeah, yeah,
1: I didn't even know what I was doing there. I'm too emotional tonight.
0: But Um, but this
1: show... We both said that this show is like really, really, really well done, but it's too depressing to ever say you loved it to anybody. Yeah,
0: like, I loved the first few episodes, even though those were depressing too, but like, Towards the end, it's just like, yeah, it's too sad to be like, wow, this, you gotta check this out. You're gonna love it. It's just, the director, Derek C. in France, with this show, he's secured his throne as the king of the sob story. Oh, yeah. There's nobody,
1: like, th- nobody can. He deep dives into this.
0: so many, like, different facets of how depressing and awful things can be. It's almost like unbelievable.
1: It's like the best
0: show ever. I saw someone online describe the show as misery porn, and I was just like, that's exactly what it is. Perfect. Yeah, that's. It's
1: remarkably depressing.
0: Yeah. And even in the last episode, they're still like coming up with new reveals. It's like, oh, there's some child abuse, and like some. I won't spoil it all. It's just like. Whew. Unrelenting bleakness. <laughs> and I recommend it. <laughs> this. <laughs> Overall it was worth watching. But yeah,
1: I don't I don't know, I wouldn't know how to recommend it. I yeah, wouldn't like, know who would like I don't I can't think of one person in my life that I would point to this show except for you and you're the one who pointed me to this show. Yeah. So that's been done.
0: It's really there's not a lot to like enjoy it.
1: It knocks you on your ass pretty much every episode yeah. and and it just gets progressively worse throughout the entire series what is it eight
0: episodes six six okay felt felt like eight though yeah (laughs) i thought there was eight
1: six episodes they're they're you know they're heavy and it was like i was watching that and run back to back and it's like what am i doing this is like a shit sandwich
0: (laughs) it's torturing so runs
1: a sob story too It just yeah i don't know
0: but it isn't even well done it's just like no run is just trash at least this is well done yeah and it does have some like hopeful and sweet moments sprinkled in i guess the i don't know it did kind of dip off towards the end the first 3 episodes i was like this is the best show on tv and then it just <laughs> kind of like kept going it kind of is cuz there's nothing else on <laughs> true yeah
1: it's a good show though if you feel like making yourself sad and taking your mind off of what's really happening and how sad your real life is this will probably make your real life seem okay so that's my recommendation uh what's the show called again wonder chosen uh, yes this place feels like home or i know this I'm... much is true there it
0: is awful title
1: yeah terrible title to the point where i watched all eight episodes haha <laughs> and didn't remember the title yes we we've been calling it the ruffalo show yeah. because the title is forgettable and bad it's terrible but it's good show yeah. and it's interesting and i get I don't know why it's made.
0: Yeah, when you're in the mood for like something very heavy but well done that explores a bunch of crazy relationships, give it a go. It's on HBO. Agreed. Well put. He's in. I think I don't think I watched anything else. Trying to leaf through here. No hoops. I did I rewatched Knives Out, because that's now on Amazon Prime and I enjoyed it. Maybe even better than the first time. Good rewatch.
1: Uh, I have never made it through. I shut knives out. Mm.
0: Yeah, maybe give it a go when you're in the mood for something. Where it's that... on
1: Amazon Prime for free? Yeah. I think I paid for it like a month ago. Kid. That's what always happens to the kid. That refund? Um, maybe I did get a fund. That's a good point.
0: But folks, while we prepare the departed here- Notice next...
1: I'm doing this on my watch.
0: Ooh, that's cool. Yeah, you're an Apple watch guy now. I'm
1: an Apple watch guy.
0: Give me the watch. You give me the watch. He kept this uncomfortable thing a <laughs> For He knew the gooks would take it from him. <laughs> oh, goodness. But next week on the program, I think we'll probably be discussing the new Eric Andre special. That comes out in a few days. I'm a big fan of his. That'll be funny. I like him. And I don't know what else is coming out. We'll probably watch no? like, the Sonic the Hedgehog movie finally or something fucked up like that. Oh, God. When
1: does the Eric Andre special come out? I'd like to make my entire family watch it. because I I know it'll make them all
0: uncomfy. I think Tuesday. Okay. Normally Netflix stuff is Friday, but that one, it's Monday or Tuesday.
1: Where is The Departed? It's
0: not under drama. I'm going to sneak plugs in while we're still waiting. Get those plugs. Folks, we would love it if you would subscribe, rate, and review to Enough on whatever platform you listen to. As we mentioned, we're now on Spotify. SoundCloud, iTunes, all the biggies. We're everywhere, folks. Oh, get ready, kid. Get fired up. Oh, my fucking God. And we'd kid, also... Here it is. Think it would be dope. Yeah. If you would follow us on Twitter, at Podcast Enough, and on Instagram, at Enough the Podcast. This is really loud, huh? This is, yes.
1: Better? Yes. Right now, we have another 90 seconds of Leo... Roaring through an alley after Matt Damon.
0: That like muggy CGI on those wind chimes. What's that? I didn't even notice. I love watching movies set in Boston because you can so clearly be like, that is not Boston. Oh my fuck.
1: You don't think that you think that's a sound stage? I do. Yeah, me too.
0: <laughs> Make arrest. The buyers the buyers are there. Can you imagine what a powerful 90 seconds is going to be when Martin Sheen cascades out the building? Spoiler alert. I'm really looking forward to that. This is a big scene here. Oh, yeah. Well,
1: Matt Damon's getting ready. He's got the knife. He's got the USA hat. And oh, he just kills a random delivery guy because he thinks it was going to be Leo. What a shame. Now Leo is after him. But he sees the dead guy.
0: He's an officer of the law, and he just did that. Maybe cops really are bad.
1: That's really Boston right there. That's clearly Chinatown.
0: Yep, that's true.
1: And I have bad news. Kid.
0: That's 90. Look at that pause for you. Right on Matt Damon's blurry face. Thank you, Frank. Thank you very much. And also, I snuck in most of the plugs, but please send us an email, enoughthepodcast at gmail.com. We'll read it on air and talk about what a sweetheart you are for getting involved.
1: Um, yeah, you got your plugs out there once again. I am actually officially... This is big news. I'm officially allowed to open for business next week. I'm taking clients Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Love for you to come in, get a workout in with me at Ank Fit. That's A-N-K underscore F-I-T on Instagram. Send me a DM. Email me at ryan Ankner at gmail, ryan at ankfit.com. Enough the podcast at Gmail. I'll reach, you can reach me on all of them. Book it. Come in. If you come on a Friday, Scott will be here. You can maybe be a guest on the show. Ooh. If you buy it, if you buy a 10 pack, you can be a guest on the show. That's a new offer.
0: That's fun. And I, I, I like that in general Just yeah, bring another voice in here That'd be fun I don't
1: care who you are or What you want to talk about You give me the money For a 10 pack You can be on the fucking show
0: Love it um, That's it And so. folks I'm on Twitter and Instagram At Skip Season I almost forgot to sneak that in
1: He's had some good tweets This week folks Go check him out wow. My oh. tweets are terrible Don't bother
0: <laughs> <laughs> Folks That's enough Have a go one man Have a good